If you want to go anywhere in life, you need to select, to sit under, to attach to, to follow someone who is where you want to go. Welcome to Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. And today I am speaking from a Mountain Wings issue. For many of you who know that I write a daily email called Mountain Wings at mountainwings.com, and there was an issue that I was looking at. I can't even remember why, but I heard God speak. This is what I want you to speak on in your next sermon. It's issue number 4180-4180. You can read the issue at mountainwings.com. Just click past issues and you can go there and read it. But the issue is simply entitled, You Can't Do This Alone. You can't do this alone. And we have to understand about things in life and destiny that there is a part that... We can't do without God. And there is a part that God will not do without us. It takes both. But we cannot do this alone. And there is a God part, but yet God, he sends, and this was the purpose of Jesus, he sends in the flesh some help. And we can't do anything we need to do in life without other people. It requires other people. Now, technically, yes, you could become a hermit and go out in the woods and live all by yourself and just live off the land, just you and nature. You could do that. But somehow your soul just is not going to be fulfilled without hearing other voices and without feeling other touches of other human spirits. We can't live in this world alone. We cannot accomplish what we need to accomplish. We cannot do what we need to do without God and without other people. And my text today that God led me to, and I had to put it together in what did this relate to the message, but it's Matthew chapter 13, beginning at the first verse. And you've heard this many times. This is the NIV version. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Actually, the King James Version will say sea, but actually he is talking about the Sea of Galilee. If you've ever been to the Sea of Galilee, it's not really a sea, it's a lake. It's about like Lanier, it's a lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. And the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. He who has ears, let him hear. The disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, 
and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. You need God. And God sends guidance often in a physical form in a human. First of all, you need to go to church. And there are some of you who are listening to me right now. And there are a lot of reasons why you don't go to church. Many of you, you've got problems with the church because the church is made up of people with flaws. A huge percentage of people, they have been hurt by the church. Sometimes it's the church's fault. Other times it's just because they're too sensitive. So regardless of what the reason is, a lot of people have been hurt by the church. And the church is made up of flawed folk. And I remember my old pastor, Reverend William Holmes Borders, he used to say some people will say that they don't want to go to church because they don't want to be in church with hypocrites. He said it's better to be in church with some hypocrites than outside with all of them. So yes, there are some hypocrites in church without question. Even preachers have flaws. There are absolutely no perfect preachers. Even the best of preachers have dark sides. They have secrets they don't want you to know. They have things that they would rather not the world find out about them. It's just human nature. And all of us have made some mistakes. All of us have made some stumbles. There is no one perfect in a fleshly body. So yes, churches have flaws. The people in church have flaws. The preachers have flaws. You will not find a perfect church. Even though there's a denomination called the perfect church, you will not find a perfect church. You will not find a perfect preacher. But what you can find is you can find the church and the preacher that's perfect for you. That's perfect for you. Won't be perfect, but it will be perfect for you. And I just want to talk to you today about the 3S tonic, the 3S tonic. Let me have my PowerPoint presentation pointer. But you've got to have the 3S tonic. See, this time I do have the arrow that tells me which end is up. Because last time I messed that up, but I put an arrow on. I said, do not make the same mistake twice. There's nothing wrong with you making a mistake one time, but don't make the same mistake over and over. So I got a big arrow that you all can see it out even in the audience to know which way is up. Because sometimes people, you just need to know which way is up. The 3S tonic. First of all, number one is you need to select. Even if you're looking for a church, and for those of you who are listening or watching and you don't have a church home, first of all, you need to select. And it's not just about church. It's about everything in life. It's about friends. It's about jobs. It's about spouses. It's about everything. The first thing you need to do is select, and you need to select success. It's just a principle that if you want to go anywhere in life, you need to select, to sit under, to attach to, to follow someone who is where you want to go. Now, the challenge that's often so prevalent with selecting success, what I have found is that the folk without success often want to do the most talking. So what you will find many times, you will gravitate towards the smoothest and the loudest. 
But oftentimes, that's not the direction of success. And I've just seen this thing over and over and over and over. If you attach yourself to and sit under, whatever you attach yourself to, whatever you sit under, slowly, almost sometimes imperceptibly, they take you where they are. Not where they've been, where they are. It doesn't mean that following somebody, you have to look and they don't have any stuff in their past. No, no, no. A lot of times they've overcome some tremendous stuff. So it's not about their past, but you do need to follow someone. And where they are right now is you can say, that's where I wouldn't mind being. Because slowly and surely, they will gradually, through sometimes just subtle things, they will take you where they are. And the principles that they'll espouse to you will be the same principles they use in their own lives. And if their lives are not straight, it's going to take you to that same spot. So that's the first principle of the 3S tonic is number one, select, select, select. And you need to select success. See, even in Matthew, as Jesus talked, he says, whoever has will be given more and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. Now, I'll tell you right now, I don't like this law. I don't like this law. I never have. It just seems unmerciful. Basically, what this law says in our modern vernacular is that the rich get richer and the poor gets poor. That's what it says. I don't like that law. I'll tell you right now, I don't like it. But I didn't write the law. I didn't write God's word. These are Jesus' words, not mine. So I have to look at what did he say. He says, to them who hath, it shall be added unto, and to them who have not, even that that they got going to be taken away. It's a spiritual law, and it is a natural law. And too many of us sometimes, we spend times fighting the law instead of getting in line with the law. You can't change the law. You can go through all of history and you will find it. So your best bet, don't be on the side of them who have not. And then some people don't like this. I know it right off the bat you don't like it, but it's real. So if you want to go to the side of the haves, you need to follow somebody who got it. And I'm not just talking about money. See, that's the first people always mind jump to money. It applies to money. But it's not about money. If you want joy, you got to follow somebody who's got joy. You can't follow nobody grumpy and long-faced and lemon-faced and sour lip. You can't follow somebody with a permanent wrinkle on their face and a permanent frown on their lips. Because, see, what happens when you don't have joy, you look at everything through life through dirt-colored glasses, and you get less joy. You know, a person who's slightly depressed has a great probability of being greatly depressed. Whatever you have, you have a tendency. See, there was this big movie came out called The Secret, and The Secret dealt with the law of attraction. And that has a great deal of truth to it. But the bottom line is this. You're going to attract what's in you of what you are around. So if you want to have more of anything, see, if you want a good marriage, you need to hang with folk with good marriages. Because if you hang with folk with bad marriages, I'm going to tell you right off the bat that stuff's going to rub on you because they're going to talk about all of this stuff their spouse ain't doing. You know, that knucklehead this and that knucklehead that. I hit them side the head with a frying pan. They blocked it and they punched me in the stomach. I'm going to say, let me give you this lawyer that you can call. See, it's a whole different vibration. Then if you get around Pastor James, who we call the love doctor, if you get around the love doctor, you'll hear him talk about, no, 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 I got to go out with my wife this Friday. This is our date night, and this is what I did for her, and she's so beautiful. It changes your whole vibration. 
and she gets happier and prettier and prettier and prettier and prettier. You see, what you have, you get more of. And it doesn't matter what direction it is. It's like if you got debt. If you've got debt, then you got to borrow money trying to pay the debt, and you ain't got no money to charge you all kind of interest. So now you're in more and more debt. If you got debt, you get more and more debt. If you got money, you lend money, you get interest on your money, you get more and more, whatever it is, to them who have. If you want health, you need to follow somebody who's healthy. You need to follow somebody who look like they're healthy. Because some folks, you can just look at them. And you can just tell they ain't worth a hoot in health. You can look at them. You ain't got to ask. You ain't got to go to the doctor. You ain't got to take no blood pressure. You just look at them. You can look at them and tell their health and the care of their body is shot to pieces. And if you follow them, slowly but surely, you're going to look at them week after week after week. And slowly, this is what you're going to say. Well, I'm looking at them. Shoot, I ain't so bad. I ain't bad at all compared to them. I ain't got to do nothing because I'm looking at the leader and look at the leader. See, whatever you surround yourself with, you gravitate towards that. So select success. And folk who don't have success, they will claim that rule don't apply. Yes, it does. Oh, but that's all right. No, even though my stuff all messed up to high heaven, I still can advise folk right. No, you can't. Because that same spirit going to get on them. And 95% of what you say may be accurate is the 5% of poison that makes the difference. And it'll take them to where you are. So first, select success. And even with finances, we taught a class here for a whole year, twice a month, called the 24-hour MBA. And this is something God led me to do. You can go to the 24hourmba.com. You can download the whole program, but it costs you $70. The thing cost me over $100,000 to do. And God says, I want you to teach people how to run business. And you teach them everything you know. So I hired people. We brought in experts to train and to teach people how to run business. But I told them this when I started. I said, look, I can teach you how to take business to around the 5 to $10 million level. I said, if you want billions, you got to go somewhere else. Because I'm not the man. Because I don't have the anointing right now for that. And see, that makes a difference. See, for a man who's got a $100 million business, what I got to tell him, he doesn't need to listen to me. And I told the folk that up front. Look, if you're trying to be a billionaire, you need another course. But I can tell you this, that course is going to cost you way more than $70. (laughs) I said, you need another course. So it can get on you, whatever someone has got. And see, I've had the prophecies through multiple prophets who've told me, I don't see millions because I'm already at the million-dollar level. They say, I don't see millions, I see billions with a B. And I'm saying, how that's going to happen? But I had to sit under folk who were at a whole different level than where I am. And I was at the last meeting, and God had told me, James and I, we're members of a CEO group. He told me, don't you miss a single meeting this whole year. And I had to leave in the middle of another conference to go to that meeting because God had told me, don't miss the meeting. And there was a presenter who was up there, and he gave the key to what makes the difference between a 5 to $10 million business and a 100 to billion dollar business. And when I sat there and I heard it and the thing struck my spirit, I understood it was true, but I had to be in a different setting to get that key. And I know some of you all are man, what's that key? First of all, you need to get the 24-hour MBA. You need to get to 10 million. Then I'll tell you the key of what to get you to 100 and a billion. And see, that's sometimes our fault. We want to jump to a billion and we haven't gotten to a million yet. Select success. Second thing that you need to do with the 3S tonic is that you need to submit 
subserviently. So you have to select first, and then you have to submit. You have to understand, this is why I read a lot, I go to a lot of training sessions to constantly take me to another level, but when I walk in, I walk in as a student, and I walk in to listen and to absorb and to learn and to submit. Some of us won't listen because we think we know it all, and sometimes we have a great deal of knowledge, but if you want to grow, you have to understand there are people with much greater levels of knowledge than you with much greater levels of success than you. So when you go there, you submit yourself, and you have to understand this real principle. If you already knew it, you'd have it. That's the basic principle. You know, there's this old saying that goes, if you so D-smart, why ain't you rich? That ain't too far off. So if you knew it all, you would already have it all together. So if you're trying to move to the next level, you have to understand something. There's a lot of stuff I don't know. And I need to submit myself to people who know the stuff I don't know. I have to calm my ego down, sit down, shut up, learn, and listen, and then apply. So we have to submit. We can't go places and we want to be the know-it-all. We want to be the boss. And we want to be the teacher. A lot of seminars I'll go to and I sit there just as quietly. And a lot of people think I can't even talk. Because I sit there just as mute and just as quiet. Because I am there to learn. In that setting, I am not a teacher. I'm a student. So I want to be the best student that I can possibly be. And these are just some of the things that will transform us, that will take us to another level when we understand that we have to select, and you select success. We have to submit, and you submit subserviently. And the third thing that we need to do, and the 3S tonic, you know, there's an actual vitamin product and an iron product called 3S tonic. The third thing that we need to do as we go through the 3S tonic is that we need to sit for the season. We need to sit for the season. Some of us don't follow through with stuff. We'll get started, hang in there for a couple of weeks, and gone. Anything that is going to be worthwhile takes time. It takes perseverance. You have to endure to the end. You have to hang in there. And I've seen too many cases. A lot of times people who don't have success, they don't have the ability to endure and to remain stable. And you need to sit for the season. I told you this story before. I've only told one person they need to stay at this church. And I told them, I said, look, man, your whole pattern has been a two-year pattern. You've never had a relationship that lasted longer than two years. You've never stayed in a job more than two years. I said, you got a continual two-year pattern. I said, you've been here in this church for almost two years. I said, you need to break that pattern. I said, I've never told anybody here to stay at this church. You need to stay because you need to break this spirit that you have of instability. Right at like 23 and a half months. <laughs> right at 23 and a half months. He came to me and he said, Pastor, I just have to tell you I'm leaving. I said, man, why are you leaving? He said, I'm leaving because I found this other church and they got more women. And I need a woman, so I'm going to go over there to see about getting me a woman. I wasn't going to argue with him. I saw him about six months after that. I said, how you doing over there at the other church? He said, I left that church. <laughs> he could not break the pattern of instability. If you're going to succeed at anything, you've got to hang in there. It takes time. It takes perseverance. 
There are times when the stuff will get painful. There are times when you want to quit. I ran a 5K this morning. It's a short run, but it's a long run. It's 3.1 miles. By the time I hit the first mile, to be honest, I wanted to stop. My body wasn't hurting. I wasn't tired. Once I reached a certain state of exhaustion, I just stayed there. What was wrong, my mind wanted to stop. So I got other stuff I can be doing than standing here on this treadmill running. It's just more comfortable things I can be doing. I wanted to stop. I just did. I just wanted to quit. Can you relate to that? It's not that you couldn't go on. You just didn't want to go on. And see, this is why it is important for you to sit under success because if you hang with folk who are quitters, the quitting spirit will get on you. See, there was a couple and they were out riding. And actually just two friends. And they had a dual bicycle, you know, seated the back, seated the front, two handlebars, and two sets of pedals. So they went out riding, and there was this long hill. So the fella in front was just a pedaling up that hill. Woo, that hill. So finally, it was hot. The hill was long. So finally, he got to the top of the hill. And he got to the top. He just had to take a break. His leg was shaking. He just tired. He just tired. He turned around to look at his friends and said, man, woo, that was a rough hill. Woo, that was a rough hill. Fella said, yeah, sure it was. He said, it's a good thing I kept my foot on the brake or we could have slid back. <laughs> if you're riding with the wrong person, under the wrong person, attached to the wrong person, it's just like you trying to ride and they got the brakes on. See, you need to be with somebody who is running and that's why if you really want to go, you need to get someone who runs faster and better than you do. I saw it in the last race that I was in I've run two half marathons. My first half marathon, I ran it in two hours and 19 minutes. The second one, I ran it in two hours and 29 minutes. I was 10 minutes slower. Now, even though the second one, it was hotter, I knew that really wasn't the reason. The reason was when I ran the second one, I ran it mostly alone because it wasn't as many people. I was the fastest person in my age group. When I ran the first one, it was a lot of people faster than me. And I had to really push myself just trying to keep up. When I'm out there running by myself or I've passed a whole lot of the much slower folk, I slowed up. So who you run with changes your speed and it changes your destination. It makes a huge difference. You need to pick who you get your influence, who you get your training. You need to pick them carefully and you need to be able to look at them and say, I wouldn't mind anything in my life being just like them. And if you got to know and you got to go to Xing out some stuff, it'll slow your roll. So, select first, submit second, and then sit. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. The more I know the more I know that I don't know. And it is a counterintuitive statement. But the more knowledge I get, the more I see how much it is I don't know. And the more I understand that I have to attach myself to resources at a whole different level. Because I understand this about life. Life is not stagnant. You cannot stay the same. You cannot stay the same. Your mind, your spirit, your body, cannot stay the same. You will either get better or worse. You cannot stay the same. If you have the same mentality, the same knowledge now, 
as you did 10 years ago, you've gone backwards. You cannot stay the same. Your body cannot stay the same. Stuff changes, and in order for things to go up, it takes an active input of energy, and often it takes a great increase of knowledge. They don't know, they don't understand, they don't see, they don't hear. And I understand so clearly why that is so with so many of us, because there's a lot of things, as I get older, I begin to see clearer that I could not see younger. And yet and still, like Paul said, we see through a glass darkly. I see it's still a ton of stuff I don't know. A ton of stuff I don't know. But I can tell you this, I'm getting better. See, I'm getting better. I got a goal, and you know my goal, to live to 116 and live fully and vibrantly until the last 42 days or the last 10 seconds, whichever it is, I can take either one of them, until the last bit of that. But in order to do that, I got to take myself to a higher level. And people, I hope I can take you with me because I'm going. And one thing in life I've learned, I don't let anybody stop me from running. Sometimes I'm out jogging and people will see me and say, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? I said, you can talk with me as long as you can run with me. I am not going to stop to talk to you. I'm not being mean. I'm just not going to let anybody mess. They sitting up there all out of whack and going to want you to stop your workout. I said, no, no, no. I will talk to you as long as you can run with me. People, I hope you can run with me. I want to take you to levels in your life that you've never gone to before. And I believe God got it for us. I really, really do. I'm real happy right now, but I just think he got some stuff for me to just way off the chain. And see, that's one of the principles you need to be off the chain. Because there's a lot of stuff got you bound up, chained up, locked up. You need to be off the chain. But how do you get the keys to unlock the lock that gets you unchained? And that's why Jesus said to you, I've given the keys of the kingdom, but to them, they don't know the keys. And yet it is simple, but it's not so simple. And it definitely is not easy. But it is an easy burden and yoke, but it's not easy to do. But I believe God has prepared for us a destiny and a place that is beyond imagination. You need to first... Find someone that you can sit under, serve, who has success, select them properly. You need to submit yourself and you need to sit. And these three things, if you select properly, changes your life. Do you know even when Pastor James and Minister Stephanie did a bedroom talk, they said the first thing about marriage is picking the right person, selecting. You pick the wrong person, I don't care what kind of counseling you go to. You got the wrong person, you can have some real issues. You can counsel all day long. You got the wrong person, you got some problems in your world. So the first key is select. You pick the right person, and that doesn't mean you won't have issues, but it will mean you have less issues. It won't mean you won't have, but it does mean you have less issues. Select, submit, and you hang in there until that thing is done. Well, Pastor, how do I know when the season is over? You'll know when the season is over when the fruit is ripe. When the fruit is ripe. That's when the season is over. So you sit there until the fruit is ripe. And then when the fruit is ripe, and you say, now I am where I need to be. Now I'm in full bloom. And now I need to go to another orchard. I need to go to another teacher that can take me to another level. So that's why I said, you get the 24-hour MBA. Once you get $10 million a year in business, then you say, now I need to go to this billion-dollar fella. <laughs> Absolutely. When the fruit is ripe. So people, we are headed for a destiny. We go... In a few days, 
to the sky lift. And that is symbolic and it is real. And I believe God wants to take each and every one of us to an entirely new level and height in life. And I got to admit, I thought I heard God tell me today that we were going to run over, but we in good time. So I'm just trying to think, Lord, why? Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you what he just, God says that he said, I told you that you were going to run over today. You assumed it was time. He said, you assumed it was time. See, my cup running through. He said, you assumed it was time. Wow. So we're going to be in perfect time. But what was poured out today is some stuff that's running over. And it can't run over out of me without running over on you. So today, the stuff that he spoke, it'll have your lives running over. And I want you running over. I want your cup to be running over because it's hard to bless other folk with an empty cup. It really is. You know, it's hard to bless other folk. You can't bless them with joy and you all depressed. You can't go visit them in the hospital and you can't make it. You understand? You can't help them with a financial blessing and your bill's behind. You can't help other folk until your cup has some stuff in it. Oh, you're going to run over today. I told James that. I said, James, prepare, because God said we're going to run over today. I was thinking it was time. That's why he says you see through a glass darkly. And he doesn't tell you the whole thing. He gives you a piece of it, and he reveals it step by step. God bless you. I hope it all runs over on you, and people, I know. We're headed for a different destiny. We thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word. You can go to brothersoftheword.com and listen to this entire message absolutely free. Share it with a friend. We thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. Amen, amen, and amen. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was the message titled, The 3S Tonic, by Nathaniel Bronner. This message is number 5726. That's 5726. To listen to over a thousand free messages, or to send this message number 5726 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you, and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because, brother, you need the word. Brothers of the word.